by Sunday night, tomorrow night's episode, I will have lots of stuff to catch you up on from my my trip, but tonight we're going to continue with the, the checklist of symptoms leading to a relapse, and I'm getting this list off the back of Gambler's Anonymous phone card that in some of the meetings I've been in in the past has gotten handed around as part of the new member packet. So last night we did exhaustion and tonight we're going to do dishonesty. So dishonesty, this begins with a pattern of unnecessary little lies and deceits with fellow workers, friends, and family. Then come important lies to yourself. This is called rationalizing, making excuses for not doing what you do not want to do, or for doing what you know is wrong. So I shared in in a group yesterday, I think it was yesterday, wow, the days are kind of blending together, but I shared how it, when I was planning on, I had, I had relapsed in October, and that Thanksgiving, I was I was out in Kansas City, and I didn't have... My family wasn't there. It was just me, essentially. So there was coworkers and various people that offered to, you know, they invited me to Thanksgiving dinner. And what I was doing was I was telling people, oh, so-and-so invited me or, oh, so-and-so invited me. So it was true. People did invite me. But what I wasn't saying, which counts as dishonesty in my book, Lies of Admission, is that. I was going to go spend the day at the casino. I, I led them to believe I was going to somebody else's house and that I was okay, but I was already planning my trip to the casino. And I could have just had my one hurrah in October and been done with it and started over, but I chose, like I said, to go back that Thanksgiving. So dishonesty is very blatant on the way to relapse. I'm... I'm a little confused about dishonesty after being lied to for a big part of the last few years. I don't know all the factors of how it ties into addiction. I know that I had to lie a lot more when I was gambling. I don't lie today, or at least I don't try to lie today. I don't have anything to lie about. I mean... I'm pretty transparent. I might modify the truth to avoid hurting someone's feelings, but even that I'm not stellar at. We we established that, that I'm not all gushy when it comes to being mindful of, of people's feelings. So what would some dishonesty leading up to a relapse look like? It might be hiding money, you know, and again, a lie of omission is still a lie. So say you did a side job for somebody and you got some cash or you acquired some cash, not telling your significant other that you have that cash. 
is being dishonest. And it also is, you know, you're stockpiling and you're already in gambling mode. I've, I've heard in our groups a lot of rationalization, and I think that word was in there, about, oh, I, you know, they might have come clean about their gambling and everything, but they still have secret bank accounts. <laughs> well, why won't you tell them? Well, you know, I got I to gotta still feel like, you know, they feel like it completes them or in their mind like I said, rationalizing, they think it's important. And it really, it's nothing but ego and the addiction trying to win and get back in their lives by setting them up that way. Another thing to lie about and something that I think is so important is routine. So you might be normally, you might have a 10 minute commute and instead it starts taking 20 or 30 minutes and you start blaming traffic and I'm just making this up, but you're trying to cushion in time to stop at OTB or wherever, you know, your relapse would take place if you were to have one. So you start, you know, making up those times or heck, you might say you're at a meeting. I, I would hope not, but the lies just come so easy when we're using. So it, when we're lying, when we start lying, even when we're abstinent, something's going on. We call it at the center, they say the addiction's doing push-ups on your shoulder and or out in the parking lot doing push-ups, trying to really back into placing a bet. And... You know, Neil described it on his episode as the beast. So the beast is going to lie so that they can woo you back to a bat. And if you're, if you've come out and you've done some apologizing and you're trying to get your life back on track, you could be setting some people up, including yourself, for some real disappointment. So lying, dishonesty is a band-aid for that. So I think what I would ask you to do is think about that. You know, are you being honest in all aspects of your life? Are you being truthful? I'll tell you, I I flipped that switch the last, you know, this, this go round, I guess. I don't feel like I have anything I need to lie about or hide, which helps. And this this theme keeps showing up about, and I'm not trying to go down a whole other like shame and that kind of a road, but this theme keeps showing up where if you are open and honest about everything, you like taking away the power from the other person who could hurt you, for example. Well, in this case, it could be the addiction that can hurt you. So if you're going to meetings and you're being honest at meetings and you're being honest with your family, all that honesty is going to feel good too. You're going to be like, ah, you know, I don't have to lie. They said today in group, I love this. I think less about how to be sober or abstinent in public than when I was, and this was in a drinking context. It, it took up more mental energy to think about how to get the next drink than it does to stay sober. And you've, and that that's applicable to gambling too. It, or it could be. 
because you start living a better life once you start getting really honest. And the, and the first person you have to be honest with is yourself. I think you know that. So, all right. So that's my spiel for Saturday night. I hope you guys have a wonderful evening slash morning, depending on where you are. I'll be back tomorrow night with either some adventures from Connecticut or we'll do the third thing that um, as well as hit to relapse.